Hi, I'm Harry. And I'm Simon. Together we sell all sorts of antiques and collectibles from our two auction houses in Windsor and in Devon. But where do the items come from? Join us as we chat about house clearances, our weird and wonderful finds, and interview others in the antiques and auction trade, and if we're honest, just about any other topic that happens to come to mind. Hi there, Simon. Welcome back to The Gavel and The Gabble. Um, after last week, many people are worried about you, Simon. Uh, has your luck life improved since holiday COVID nightmare? Well, the children are alive. Okay, let's not go dark quite so dark twice so quickly, mate. <laughs> My wife is alive. Okay, let's stop using the word alive. We know they're alive. Let's. This is the intro. Let's uh, lighten it a bit. Uh, we are all very good. Thank you for asking, everybody. Yes, everybody is fully recovered. Um, as suggested before, we have not left the parish, and that seems to be working well for us. But thank you for asking. There you go. Everybody was worried. I don't think they were. Mate, I've had at least ooh, two two people. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Check on you. Oh, well, that's nice. I feel loved now. I feel great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to yeah. be home. Yeah. It's good to be home. How's your week, Harry? Uh, my week has been, well, um, those people in the South, well, in England generally, um, because nobody mentioned or warned us that there was going to be a dramatic heat wave. Um, so that's what we're recording in the middle of. I think it's the hottest day so far. And it's in our area, Windsor, it's incredibly hot. Yeah, 42 degrees or something. And obviously, because we're recording this and you've had technical issues, I am going to have a bleat. Um, I've been sat here for half an hour in stifling heat with no fans on so that we've got some sort of audio and you've been mucking about with a microphone. So I'm actually, I mean, I've lost half a stone, which frankly I could do with, but it's You're like welcome. recording in a, stu in a, uh, in a sauna. <laughs> <laughs> it is officially today, I've seen it pinged up on my mobile telephonic device, from the BBC, it is officially the hottest day on record, according to the Met Office. Great. They All they had to do is ring me and I'd have told them it's blinking hot. But there you go. So, uh, but other than that, more importantly, had a great week uh, looking at stuff and going to places. And I even posted this on the company Instagram. Huge thanks to all the customers who were happy for our collections crews to arrive at sort of 6.30 in the morning to get bits and pieces and furniture and all the rest of it that they wanted to sell at auction rather than making them do it in the heat of the day. So that's worked really well. And so I think generally people are just used to adapting. I think that's, you know, I understand it's scary and all the rest of it. And I do, I do get that, but people are adapting very quickly and everybody's working together, which is lovely. It's sweet, isn't it? Yeah, it is. No, no, it's, it's great. You know, give, you the know, jobs win. still need to be done. That's the thing. There are still yeah, deadlines yeah, yeah. and the jobs yeah, yeah. need to be done. And it's a, uh, for the for the guys out on the trucks, uh, well, and the girls in the office, it's, it's hot, tiring work. But uh, we seem to still be muscling through Windsor auctions and Lime Bay auctions. So thank goodness for that. Have you found anything good, though? No. Well, I have booked an appointment this morning, which I'm very excited about because I'm an anorak. I am going to the building that Eisenhower used in this area as his base during World War II. And my understanding is that the people who had the building locked the door and have left it ever since. No. 
Well, that is folklore. That would be amazing. And I'm heading there at the end of the week. So that was a very interesting conversation and a long chit chat. It's a commercial. Well, I'll use the word commercial. It's not, but it is a, for one for all ones, for the better words. It's a commercial building um, that was has been had the same tenants in it since that time. They have now moved on. New owners, and um, but I'll tell you more about it next week, hopefully. Wow, and maybe great. share and maybe share some photos. It may be that it's just his bathroom or something. But nevertheless, if you're a World War Two anorak, it's all good fun, isn't it? That should be. We'll look forward to hearing about that. That sounds great. So yeah, that's that's my habit. How about you, mate? Uh, yeah, really good, really good. We've um, we've had a lot of fun uh, this week. We have been clearing a wing of a Victorian house. Um, and and I suppose it's kind of irrelevant what the house was, to be honest with you. What's interesting is the lady that lived there, or sorry, the couple that lived there and raised their children there, she was German from a very wealthy German family. And he uh, was a wealthy English gentleman who was also a... Uh, housemaster at Eton. Um, I think he was something uh, something high up in one of the big um, private schools in London. Um, and they clearly travelled. They were clearly collectors and they clearly inherited. So we have been wading through some amazing stuff. And today I must have spent an hour and a half on a, a particular painting. It's a Dutch artist. Uh, it's a beautiful painting and this Dutch artist, I'm, I'm obviously trying to pinpoint when he painted it, which is difficult. But what I do know is that he lived from 1611 to 1675. So we know it's an old painting um, and it's very exciting. We're finding some fascinating jewellery, artwork. Um, it's fabulous and it's so enjoyable. It's fa fabulous fun. Sounds like a good day at the office, as they say. It really is. It really is. I mean, it's just exciting. Every box we're opening, and there's a lot of them, um, is, yeah, is uncovering all sorts of interesting things. So, yeah, more about that over the next couple of podcasts, and we'll tell you what we find, and we'll tell you what these works of art uh, do at auction, and whether or not, indeed, we have found the treasures that we're hoping for. Oh, nice segue, mate. Thanks. Nice segue. Yeah, I like that. Um, so we were going to talk in this episode about, um, in fact, somebody sent us uh, a headline here by email, shattering dreams or making them. <laughs> um, so that's nice, isn't it? Um, so we're talking about when people come to ask us to value items and how we go about addressing the myriad of permutations of things that people see us mm. and one of our headlines is the passionate collector of nothing that's quite tricky isn't it what does that mean well you know the, the people who have committed oh. to collect yes items from the back of a magazine oh, yes. or their limited edition plates yes. and they've had it on display and they've promised to hand it down they've had insurance valuations from the company that sold it to them um and they've gone to all that trouble and they've collected the series and they've joined the club 
and all that sort of stuff. All the companies involved in this will remain nameless because what's the point of all that with people? Uh, probably. And then they come to us and they say, right, I'm downsizing. I've collected these over years and this is my nest egg. And what do you say to them? Do you know what? First, I internally have a little cry on their behalf. Yeah. Um, as they unpack 340 tiny cottages from little boxes that all have little certificates or sets and sets of plates in polystyrene boxes that have every World War One plane oh, transferred onto it. And I seem, it's so difficult to deal with, isn't it? Because to tell them that the last time we tried to sell this set, we couldn't get a bid of 15 quid for the lot, you know is going to break their hearts. But unfortunately, that is the reality, and we have to tell them. Some of them just look crestfallen, little tear in one eye, packing everything up, and we shuffle around rather uncomfortably whilst they put it all back in the boot of their car. Others get quite cross. Yeah. You yeah, say. Yeah, I think, and I get that, that they're, I don't think the anger is really, although you do get the occasional what do you know statement, but that's fair enough, uh, because it's disappointment, isn't it? And, and we learn to not take that to heart or take it personally, because you've just had bad news. And we deal with a lot of people who've had far worse news than the value of an item because of the nature of what we do. Um, and there's obviously bereavement and those sorts of things involved. So we're able to, I think, as an as auctioneers and valuers, you're able to detach yourself from a lot of people who are going through a tough old time. And therefore, yeah, it is unfortunate. But yeah, it's just, it's the way of the world. I think the biggest issue is that it's this limited edition thing, I think, that gets my goat. And it's one of... 50 million. 50 million, yeah, not quite, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, that's not limited edition. One of five is a limited edition. You know, one of 10 maybe. One yeah. of five and a half thousand is, it's a tricky shout. It's a tricky call, isn't it? And one of 10,000 or there's a new one, isn't it? That's addition, addition it's one of 5,000, addition 25 yes. of 60 editions. Well, if you work that out, that's like 55,000. My maths is appalling, but you know what I mean. Yeah, so that's, uh, that, I that one, is a bit tricky. I had one the other day where I was told it was one of 500. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's interesting. No, it was one of 500 in that year. And for the last 20 years, they made another 1,000 or 500 in each year. And they did other sets of 500 in that year which they replicate each year with one of 500 but it's for that year yeah it's yeah, not, yeah it's not right is it no it's tricky and it is it's an awful time so there's that there's the passionate collector of nothing that is very unfortunate um then there's that there's a type of individual i don't know how many times this happens to you it happens to me sometimes where they know more than you know about an item, oh, so yeah. moving on to a different category of um, consigner or whatever. They've got all the research printed in a file or folder. They've watched all the programmes on TV about it. They've brought the books. They've been to a museum to compare a picture of theirs against the item in the museum. Yeah. 
which is the fun of collecting. I do the same. Um, I'm based in uh, just outside London, and I often go to the V&A when I'm researching an item. Uh, it's got nothing to do with the fact they do great cake, as somebody pointed out to me the other day, but um, that helps. Um, and I get pop up there um, and we'll research a couple of items. They're, the, the curators there are very helpful as well. Um, and that's quite fun. And I, So I'm all for that. Um, but they can't bring the item into us until we've given them a valuation, which is next to impossible to do without seeing, feeling and all the rest of it. And they'll tell you it's a masterpiece. Now, what I've got, my problem with this at the moment is that quite a lot of these things, it's a modern copy of the original. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's a that's a really tricky. So they've paid fortunes for it because it's a great thing and they've always wanted to own that. Um, but sadly, the valuation is, again, not what they were expecting. And that's a toughie, I think. You see it a lot in the uh, the Chinese replicas and the like. That's, yeah, you can easily be caught out with those. That's it. And it's, yeah, it's not good. What else? What other type of people have you got? I like, well, that's not true, um, our boot Yes, you do. Yeah. You're not as miserable as you make out. Come on. Holidays I like, the holiday's I like... two weeks behind you, mate. You're okay now. <laughs> I like our boot fairers, um, and uh, so in fact we had one in this week. Let me share this with you. This this will hopefully make you laugh. So everything makes me laugh. Is it as good as your gold panners? Sorry, we do need an update. In a, in the ep last episode, we were talking about people panning for gold down in yeah, Devon. Yeah. How are they getting on? Have they found any? Sorry, I didn't They've mean been, to cut across they, your story. Because it's been hot. I have had an update yesterday, in fact, from the man who we shall call Chris, because that's his name. And because it's been so hot, they have been sat, and I say sat, they have taken chairs, I'm assuming they're outdoor chairs, and sat in the stream panning for gold. Do you know what? If it keeps you cool and you're having a chat with your mates, why not? Do you know how much I take gold they, it, I take shall, it shall I tell you how much gold they found? Yeah, we're all waiting with, it's the expression, bated breath. I think it is. <laughs> um, total content of gold found thus far is one pebble that looks goldy coloured. Oh, okay. Nice. Not, not the best return on time invested I've ever heard of. But they're but retired, most of these people, are they? They're... Yeah. <laughs> They're from Branscombe. Okay. Let's, let's not not Branscombe again. <laughs> so, going back to your boot fairs. Love yes, go on. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut across you. Carry, carry on, back Simon. Back to people from boot fairs. You're going to love this. Whilst we were away on a holiday that dare not speak its name, whilst we were away, away uh, one of the staff members, Joanna, I think, took in a whole bunch of pictures and she didn't know how to value them quite rightly because that's not her job. So she said the auctioneer will have a look at them when he gets back. Yada, 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 filled in the forms. Um, but on the form, she said, uh, please make special note of the pastel picture of the cow. I said, OK, fair enough. So I waded through, quite frankly, a shed of pictures. Yes. Of. Nice catch. Thank you. <laughs> dubious value in the extreme, dubious value. Um, and then... I when you mean dubious, you don't mean dubious value, you mean no value. Zero value. value. Yeah, right, okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they were 
quite clearly boot fair finds. Um, anyway, get to the cow. The cow is the head of a cow on a sort of grey background in quite a modern frame. And uh, Joe has put on the form, um, he wants a serious reserve on the cow because it is a picture of note. This is what she written. I got to the cow and it was signed. And it's quite a nice picture. In fact, it's a very nice picture, but it looks very modern and it's signed. Guess what it, it signed? It signed three letters. Roy. Right. Guess what my father's name is? No way. I promise you. So, at the weekend... I, I have, no, not no way. I know what your father's name is. <laughs> Sorry, let me just qualify that. We've been friends a long time. I know exactly what your father's name is. Are you now telling me that your father has painted this cow? Yes. So, my father, for many years, has quite happily sat at home working on his artwork, doing it like lots of people, that's his hobby. And then in the corner, he signs with a little ROY in black ink. Um, and weirdly, at the weekend, it was Susie's birthday and my father sent Susie a lovely card, which was a black and white drawing of a Devon cottage signed Roy in the corner. We compared the two, absolutely identical. I know his style, I've seen lots of his pictures, they're fabulous. This is one of his. So I got this guy in and said, so, whatever your name is, Mark, let's call him. Um, you because like, oh name. yes, this is, this is from a very accomplished artist. And I said, oh, I expect he'll be pleased to hear that. He didn't seem to take the hint. I <laughs> He said, I want, <laughs> I want a minimum, a minimum of £200 on this painting. Uh, it's from a, a very good artist. I said, oh, you know the artist, do you? He went, no, 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 no. But you can see that his work is very, you know, it's oh. very accomplished. It's very this, it's very that. I said, right, let's cut to the chase here. Where did you get the painting? And he went, well, why? I said, because I know the artist. It's my father. And he went, oh, really? I said, yes, yes, yes. Now let's start being truthful. Where did you get it? I'm loving this. He bought it two weeks ago from a boot fair. Oh, uh, what? Uh, no, it gets worse. From a boot fair in Bridport. Right. Now guess how much he paid for it. Pound. Five Correct. pounds. Well, a pound. good guess. Yeah, good guess. A pound. So, to say that this guy was a bit of a chancer and a blagger would be... Quite right. Hang because on. that painting was I'd done give you, by my I'd father. I'd happily give a pound, at least a pound. I'll double the man's money for a painting painted by your father. For the um, just um, uh, Simon's father is a hugely creative individual, and um, didn't get passed on, by the way. It, it no, it didn't get passed on. <laughs> um, and interestingly, we both have gavels that were made for us when we launched our business years and years and years yes and um it's my probably one of my top five favorite possessions yeah and it was made for me by simon's father who's very creative and had lathes and wood turning equipment and all the rest of it and made these beautiful gavels which we've had since our very, very first yeah, auction. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, I'll put it into context. His art may not be up to more than a pound, 
But uh, I've got a huge sentimental value for the thing he made me. It's absolutely beautiful. Well, and and whilst we're on that subject, and because you uh, are so grateful, um, I'm asking you to give Father a ring and tell him that his picture of his cow <laughs> sold for a pound at the Bridport Boot Fair. Yeah, yeah, I'm in for that. I'm in for that. Over I feel you, that Harry. as business. Par- I feel that as business partners, I should take the can and save your bacon. I'll I'll ring your father. But can and, you imagine? Uh, th- can you imagine that this guy bought it for a pound, traced yeah. it up to our auction house, gave it the blarney that it's by an accomplished artist? No, 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 love. It's by my father who sits in his little hut quite happily doodling away. And yeah, it's a nice thing, but don't okay. tell me, S- Simon. Simon, it's not that man who's in trouble. It's not you who's in trouble. It's not me who's going to be left the task of telling him. But he will know who he gave that painting to. And Uh, he will want to know why they felt it was appropriate to take to a car boot and sell. Do you know what? There's the, the only good news in this story is that my 82-year-old father hasn't got a hope in hell of working out how to use a podcast. That is the only good news there is on this podcast. Well, uh, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ring your sister and say, do you want to play this episode to your dad? Oh, no, no. She's listening to it. And I tell you what, once she hears this, Claire is going to be on the phone saying, what have you done? <laughs> and she'd be right. So we love a uh, we love a bootfarer, and quite on occasion, they do bring in the the only issue I have with it is they bring in boxes and boxes of items that they spent good money on. We spend hours unloading and going through it all because obviously we don't want to miss the piece of treasure, and we're all basically treasure hunters on our own and the customer's behalf. But then ninety percent of it, they say, "And what do you think of this?" And uh, you have to say, do you know what this is good for? A boot fair. (laughs) (laughs) So the stock just goes round and round and round. Yeah, yeah. I do feel that we need to go on the customer care course at some point. I think it's very difficult to, to let people down too gently because particularly at the moment, and I think this is all auction is, it's the volume of items that you're looking at. Don't you think? Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. It's the volume of houses that everybody, and it's not just us. That we, we, I know that we, we say on the podcast that we, we talk because we own, we run a couple of auction houses. But we're, this podcast is more than that. It's about the industry as a whole. And if we're busy, we're pretty confident that loads and loads of other companies are busy too. So you know, I think the volume of items, thankfully, coming through. Uh, particularly provincial auction houses that offer general sales and all the rest of it are, are, are good. And then there, there's another category that somebody's put on this email to us, and it says um, it's the unaware. Yeah. Have you read this? I love this. So they ask you to check their items. They show you a selection of brass, perhaps, that's first because everyone has loved it and polished and a canteen of cutlery that Granny said you know, you've got to look after this. This is the family silver. We don't even use this. And it turns out to be electroplate and EPNS or whatever and worth 50 quid. And so you gently let them down and they go, oh, right. And then they reach into their handbag and they say, but I do have and produce an 18 karat gold pocket watch with a sovereign chain or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I was just, is this, what's this? I mean, this has just been rattling around in a drawer is usually what they say. (laughs) 
I have developed a good line in, I really feel that that cutlery set, <clears throat> which is worthless, uh, sh really should stay in the family. It, you know, I think it's important that it stays in the family as an heirloom rather than we expose it to the risk of a very low sale. I don't say the last bit, by the way. I mutter oh, okay. under my breath, right? Uh, we're just we're just going with the keep it in the family vibe. <laughs> you had? Did you have some questions from somebody? Somebody has uh, emailed in um, chap called Peter, who is since lockdown and all the rest of it. He is very uh, into a little bit of sort of amateur trading for fun and he yeah nice buying, good love it yeah, yeah love it and he's had a f and bless him he's, he's he's had a few wins he's had a few losses um mm. but but he's one of the new i'm not saying new you know he's, he's he's a retired gentleman lovely chap um yeah i do know him um and he is sort of learning about the business but really excited bless him about the online he said i don't want to come to the auction house i love it online i love it online really enjoy it what he did uh, say is, and I said I would put this to Harry, who is our head auctioneer, by the way. Um, auction houses can, can, only have, can, <laughs> can only have one lead auctioneer, and Harry is it. And we bow to his superior knowledge, wisdom, and his uh, magnificent okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. ability. Moving on. Let's talk over that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Peter is... has asked... Peter has right, asked. Peter. This is like the sensible bit of the uh, of the yeah. podcast. I think uh, this has been quite a sensible one, mainly because we picked on you for twenty five minutes in the other one. <laughs> that's right. That's what I'm here for. You are the lead auctioneer, after all. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can hear myself taking a fall, but carry on. Peter has asked yep. when he's listening to <clears throat> the auction online. <clears throat> we will uh, the we will often say the bid is off the book. And Peter has said, what does it mean when the auctioneer says we are off the book? Well, I don't always use that. I don't. Well, I mix up my phrases, don't I? So I don't always use that one. But I, what we're talking about is he's talking about when we say it's 28 pounds on the book. It's 30 pounds in the room. It's 32 pounds uh, online. Can't remember my numbers. You can bail me at any time you like. But you're going to let me sink. I know. So if you've got a bid on the book, it's people leaving commission books, commission bids, books, commission bids. And so they have they don't come to the auction, but they do come and view invariably or they've looked online. They don't want to bid online because it's not their thing. Usually, would you say that's fair? That's fair. Yeah. Or yeah. they or they simply like to say, do you know what? I don't want to get carried away. So I'm going to leave one hundred pounds if I get it under one hundred pounds. Great. If I don't get it for hundred pounds, then you know, so be it. I'm not going to have bidders regret. So no. they leave a commission bid, and we refer to those commission bids as being on the book. And on the rostrum where Simon and I sit side by side, I mean, he says I'm the lead auctioneer. If you see how one has to defer to Simon on an auction day, it is quite funny. I don't feel that way. Um, and I have a huge. We have a huge wadge of sheets. Uh, possibly not in August, but generally speaking, huge Roger sheets with all the lot numbers, a load of paperwork, all the bids that have been left on the commission bids. We can't see the bids that are online. They're a surprise to us 
uh, on the day. As are the bids in the room, of course. As in the bids are the room, quite rightly. Uh, as are the bids on the phone line. So you've got these four different streams coming at you on lots. Um, so you can, you so the, and so that's when we're talking about it's on the book. I often say it's off the book now and into the room, which Correct. means the book is out, it's in the room, or it's off the book and it's into, on the internet. And we usually joke about it being all of the internet. Or well, and, and just to give a little bit of insight, if we're selling something like, gold sovereigns for example quite often we will look down at the sheets <laughs> and find that maybe we have three bids on the book of say 300 pounds so harry yeah. harry recently it's been a lot worse than that auctioneer will say he will ask for 320 which is the next bid which will then take away our pain as auctioneers because it will immediately, as Peter has asked, take us off the book. Yeah. Because otherwise we're now faced with, OK, we've got a bid of 300, but actually what we've got is three bids of 300. And we've now got to work out which of those three bids was the first bid to come in such that we can take that bid over and above the others. So sometimes Harry will quite cleverly say, oh, my word, we've got three bids of 300. 320 is what I need. And as soon as that 320 comes in from the room or the internet, he'll say, 320 we have, and we're off the book. And that's and what that means. I breathe a huge sigh of relief and a big smile. And we all just, yeah, have a jelly baby and think that went well and move on. Um, also, what a lot of people ask us is in our auction rooms, the room takes precedence. Yeah. So if you have a matched bid, just while we're dealing with how it all works and the etiquette and all the rest of it, if you have a match bid and the room is the same, then we give precedent to the room. Absolutely right. And we feel I'm that sure that is... lots of places have different ways of doing it, but that's how we do it. So the room gets the precedent. Well, we feel that that's right simply because if you go back to the dawn of time of auctions, quite clearly, the room came first. The Internet certainly came a lot later. Ergo, the room takes priority. One more question from oh, another, right. okay. from Blimey. somebody else. This is real grown-up stuff. It yeah, is, isn't it? It is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm really glad is the temperature's got to 44 and a half degrees in this room. <laughs> I'm really glad I'm, I'm, that we're just, doing this. You're going to be a costume of a man by the end of this. Oh, God, I'm going to be wearing my 1978 wardrobe at this rate. Crikey, I'm losing <laughs> weight by the second. Go on. This one's, this one's a bit more straightforward for you, Harry. There's nothing straightforward, but go on. Why do you use those silly numbers? Why can't you count properly? Well, now, I didn't say it. This is somebody has asked me to say this. Don't throw me under the bus. I'm merely the messenger. Why no, do you use that. those silly numbers? And what are, what, what's that about? Uh, rather than going one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, it's yeah. mainly it's history. However, there is a slight issue with that insofar as certain online platforms insist that you use London bidding or other bidding. And so just tell the tell everybody so what they London bidding So is. they enforce... No, don't try to catch me out. No, tell they you try... know how to do London bidding. <laughs> uh, so you're looking at uh, 2, 5, 8, 10, 12, 15, 18, 20, etc. Can you go to 50? Then you go to 50. No, I can't count to 50. Then you go 50, <laughs> 55, 60, 65. And then to annoy you... I go 100 and then I forget it's 110, 120, 130. And I always try to go 120. 
Um, yeah. And if you listen to our auctions live, I frequently get this horribly wrong and ask the wrong figure. <laughs> to be fair, you're spot on up to 100, but that seems to be where your education stopped because after that, it's a free-for-all. Went to school. Yeah, exactly. But interestingly, if you bid online with some auction houses and it's a time sale, they have their own bidding structure, which is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Which is wrong. Well, okay, different. <laughs> no, I'm just going with wrong. Okay, let's go. Let's go. They're on in a couple of months' time, so let's go with different, shall we? <laughs> um, they're coming to talk to us. Um, but yeah, so they. Every, yeah, but that's why it's history. We're just trained that way. Um, and I have to say that with certain auctions that we do, we do change it a bit, don't we? When we're going for, and we'll switch in order to get the most for an item, we'll throw the, the, the traditional rule book out and we'll chop and change between figures and we'll, we should be asking a hundred pound increments and we'll go to 50 pound increments because you get a feel for the room that you can possibly and our job is, frankly, to cajole as much money out of the various yeah. streams that we were just talking about. So, yeah, so we'll we will throw the rule book out if we if we know that it's going to get our customer a better return. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not sure we've answered that question in any way, shape or form. But, yeah, just say with history. <laughs> just say history. Oh, say history. my goodness. Oh, what? this is bad. What? What's oh, bad? this is bad. I, it is quarter past four on the day that we are, I may have taken a punt with our money, Harry, and it may not have paid off. So oh, this afternoon, excellent. yeah, 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 that's, uh, I'm going to, you know, you know how you break somebody bad news in a crowded restaurant, you know, it's not. Yeah, I'm not sure you want to do this, by the way. He says slightly anxiously with increased urgency in his voice. Right. <laughs> so I've just sent the lads on the lorry to pick up a boat in Bridport and it's being sold by an old gentleman and he's, he's described it to me and it's a wooden boat and he wanted 50 quid for it and he said I don't want to put it in auction I just need the space and it's a beautiful wooden boat it doesn't have a mast and so we've bought this boat so we've bought this boat and I told Dave who's on the truck I'm so excited Send me a picture of the boat. I know I'm going to see it when it comes back, but I'm excited. He's just sent four pictures through. Now, I know you're not a boaty person, Harry. But this is uh, most, of us, uh, most of us uh, fat lads uh, tend to avoid them, yeah. Unless they're Mate, bringing you us dinner. Even, you wouldn't even qualify for ballast on this thing. <laughs> this is so unseaworthy. It's untrue. Right. So um, for anybody that's listening that's local, within the next two weeks, you'll be driving past Lime Bay auctions and you'll be interested to see our next art installation, which will be a boat full of flowers with Lime Bay auctions written down the side. Because even I'm not getting in that. That oh, really? is a shed. Okay. Yeah. Yes. We've just oh, bought dear. a really Excellent. bad... Excellent boat oh, okay gosh. so um sometimes auction houses do buy items <laughs> to sell if clients need them to it turns out that this is uh, isn't simon's uh this is, high not, point. this is not our finest moment notice how it's our yeah yeah love it, love it love it love um, it um you you didn't even know it was happening i just you know he sounded so convincing oh 
It looked lovely with begonias in. Okay, well, I think on this high note, and as the fact I'm actually melting, (laughs) we are going to uh, draw a veil over another episode of The Gavel and the Gabble. Slightly more serious, this one, about how it all works. Um, It'll be very serious uh, when you ring father to tell him his painting sold for a pound. is going to be... That's not going to... I will update people on one, uh, Roy hunting down the man who took his painting to a... Which is the only way I can feel I'm going to get out of this. Uh, um, Hunting down the person who sold his um, painting at a car boot. And um, I'll also update you on Eisenhower's bathroom. Yeah, let this, be, let this be a lesson to everybody. Um, if you get a gift and you decide to sell it at Boot Fair, it certainly can come back and bite you. I'm loving that. That's, that's our right, take well, have, have a good week. We're seeing each other next week. It's auction week. We've got four days of sales, so that'll be fun next and week. And the RNI um, sale. Which we keep talking about, and we're looking forward to that. I'm hoping... I'm hoping it's not 44 degrees in the boathouse on that day. Absolutely. Now we finish this, uh, you can get into your sumptuous swimming pool to cool down. Yeah, we, we have discussed this and we're, it's more like um, one of those um, wallow pits in a zoo for a hippopotamus. But thanks for bringing it up, mate. <laughs> See Take you next care. time. See you, pal. Bye. Bye now. <laughs>